Well, it's the end of Matrix Month, and you know what that means. It's time to revisit our final Star Wars movie. Throughout the year, we've rewatched every Star Wars movie to recalibrate the Hisui scale, and the last on the list is this week's episode, Rogue One, A Star Wars Story. How Star Wars is it? Well, hello there, Mike. Hi, Josiah, and hi, listeners. <laughs> hello, listeners. <laughs> I'm going to do sweeties. like radio guy character today. <laughs> radio guy. Hey. And hey, hey, thanks for tuning in. Look out for the traffic on LSD. That's Lakeshore <laughs> Drive for those of you who aren't yeah. in Chicago. If you're on LSD, look out for traffic. <laughs> and you're Try tuning into how, 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 how Star how, Wars how. is Wee. it? And fart noise. Uh-huh. <laughs> I'll just make one, I guess. <laughs> fart noise, gunshot. Fart noise, gunshot, <laughs> pew pew, air horn. Uh, welcome to the show. Yeah, welcome to the this podcast. Is not, this is not a radio show. This is a podcast, which is like radio show. Mm-hmm, but, but you can take us sort anywhere. Of worse, but better. Yeah, yeah, worse, more portable for sure. Um, remember the old days when you just had to listen to whatever was on the radio? Yeah, were you a radio guy? I was. I I was. I was. I would have my car radio always on the one ninety one point one, which was the college radio station, and they oh. had really good jams. I stopped being a radio person. Uh fairly quickly after starting because it was like the one or two years that i cared about like popular top 40 hits yeah and then eventually i was like oh cds and mp3 player and you have control over the shit you listen to (laughs) yes i did i had i had a five disc cd changer in my car yes at one point (laughs) it was great but Um, uh, anyway this is not about that we're talking talking about about the movie rogue one and here on the show uh how star wars is it we compare things to star wars the sort of platonic ideal of Star Wars, if you took all the Star Wars movies, you mixed in the books, you added a dash of video games and some comics, and you put all of that into a pot, you boiled it up, you made a Star Wars chili, that, my friend, is a 10 out of 10, and we're comparing things to that chili. That's right. So Mike just did the whole explanation, and I I have nothing else to add to it. So we <laughs> are talking today, what, what have we done and this year? And just to piggyback off that, we are, <laughs> do, do, <laughs> do you ever experience that? Uh, like someone says a whole thing, full full thought, no new information needs to be added, and then someone else, because they feel like they need to say something in the meeting, will say, yeah, and to piggyback off that, the exact same thing you just said. <laughs> yes, I do. I have not experienced it in a while because I'm not in the corporate world. Sure, sure. But I do remember that, um, and it's always super annoying. Yeah. But uh, we are finishing out the year with our... At the beginning of this year, we had a mission, and our mission was to revisit every single Star Wars movie right. in reverse to sweet order. Right, so we had given every Star Wars movie a score of how Star Wars it was based on our scale. Yeah, and we were like, 
did we do a good job? And yeah, the there was, was no. There was something as like low as a five and something as high as a ten. So I think we decided no. In fact, we did not do yeah. a good job. <laughs> we we had this this week. We're we're talking about Rogue One, and yeah. Rogue One was our, our lowest, lowest rated yeah. with a five and a six. Yeah, which is pretty nuts because there's a Death yeah. Star and stormtroopers and like weird yeah. decisions and Darth Vader. <laughs> and we also had like uh, we also rated like the matrix as like a seven and an eight so you know uh but what, what we have sort of done is we've gone back and we've gotten really granular with our star wars movies and what i think that we have decided on or or there's sort of this idea in the air is that there's i think we should do the michael delaney approach the movies exist in their own little scale yeah We'll we'll all, we'll cap them off by giving this one a score, and then we're gonna condense them all and send them to the train man. Yes, and get them partitioned off of the main drive of the matrix. <laughs> right, and then and then whenever you look at the Hasui scale, it'll be like uh, zero. What it, nothing's at zero because everything's at least a little bit Star yeah, Wars. Yeah, everything is at least something Star Wars. And then you've got a lot of things at two. Yeah, like like, a lot like of nigh on a hundred of them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then it, and then it sort of starts paraboling up uh-huh. and you got a lot of, you got a lot of things at 7 and then whenever you get to like the 9 10 area you there'll be a little dot and it's a little bigger than the other dots uh-huh. and then when you open that dot up when you enhance you'll see all the movies are in there and this is what on like the app the Hasui app yeah this is on the Hasui app <laughs> i had i had this thought like last night while i was falling asleep probably <laughs> where i was like wouldn't it be cool if we had a graph of everything we've rated. <laughs> it sure would, it's, but it's who's like, going to do that? <laughs> I know. I'm like, I need to remember how to use Excel and then put in, um, like, because I was like, what if we could we could get all of our ratings and then have it on a graph that has the x-axis is all of the um, topics mm-hmm. and then the y-axis is obviously 0 the to 10. Score, and so yeah. then you have literally everything in order and we can see the spread of like yeah, what's the, the most things, you yeah. know. I was like, that would be really cool, but I don't know how to do that. Um, and also, it would it be a lot of work. It would be terribly to- difficult. It would just be time consuming of like having to re-listen to the 100th episode. Or yeah. wait, we did record. We 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 actually documented as we were doing the 100th episode, like what score we gave everything. I think. Didn't I think we? so. I think we did do that. Yeah, and so it would decide. just be a matter of like uh, wrangling some shit, but we could do that. <laughs> Yeah, I, the hard part would be going back and listening to the last five minutes of every episode to to right, think, right. to well, get and I've got the first maybe were. twenty actually like logged, and then oh, right, after right, a while, right. I was like, "Why am I doing this?" <laughs> yeah, well, for posterity. Who's this for? <laughs> yeah, but anyway, uh, listeners, if if you're out there and you've been keeping track of all of the ratings, yeah, uh, just like send us. an If email, you've been making this graph. Please just take yeah. a picture of it. <laughs> take a picture of it. Send it to us because I love to. See, I'd love to see that graph. I'd love to see how many. And we'd have to decide if we want to put mm. in the hundredth episode ones because that would definitely. That's like doubles our uh, input of the graph uh-huh. right yeah. there. It could be sort of similar to the little dot that expands for all the Star Wars movies. Yeah, there yeah, could be yeah. Like the net of 100th episode and it would just be called 100 random things and then when you yes. expand it you get like a separate new graph i like that two graphs now we need two graphs everyone yeah right two <laughs> graphs um 
that was a two chains uh-huh. joke, which is also what they have at the um, uh, Lincoln Park Zoo here in Chicago. Two chains or two, two graphs? graphs. Long That's neck, true. Guys. They do. They do have two graphs. I saw them at Zoo Lights. Oh, did you? <laughs> yeah, they were out and about, and we were like, <gasps> both of them, and they were. <laughs> Their long tongues were out eating some freaking stuff off of a... Dippin' Dots. <laughs> eating some Dippin' Dots. They're like, this is the ice cream of the future. And I was like, what? It is the future now. Dippin' yeah, Dots has been around. you've made it to the future. You've been the ice cream of the future since like the 80s. <laughs> um, anyway, we're, we're talking about wait, wait. Rogue One. Rouge One, as everybody spelled it on Twitter for about three weeks. Yes, Rouge the Bat One. Um... Well, I, I feel weird because I didn't, like, I don't know why this time I felt like I should have taken notes. Cause we, uh, yeah, we, we just recorded the commentary to this recently, and when we do those, we tend to not, like, pay the fullest attention because we have to, like, talk and make jokes and, and uh, leave and go to the bathroom. Yeah, yeah, and then, uh, yes. But uh, I really feel like we kind of didn't pay attention. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, what? I, I don't, gosh, this movie won't... Let's do, like, a 90-second synopsis of the movie. Okay, great. There is no opening crawl. Uh, no. And there's about 50 planets right there at the beginning. Uh, yes. Guy's wife Scarf. gets killed. He gets taken by the Empire, and his daughter runs away and hides. She grows up, becomes Jyn or so. He's Galen or so. He's a, like a head scientist on what becomes the Death Star, but he builds in a flaw so that uh, his daughter can find it in the claw computer, and she can give it to the Rebel Alliance, and they can blow it up. It's basically one of the sentences yes. in the opening crawl of the original Star Wars that says, like, rebel spies just captured plans to the crazy fortress that is the death star and it's uh you know a glimmer of hope for the new rebellion this is them doing that yes basically it's the final flight of the osiris but for star yeah 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 um and it's it's a war movie it's an espionage movie kind of um it's very different from your standard Star Wars fare. Uh it's a lot it's a lot darker, a lot more mm-hmm. grim. One of our heroes it's just it's, straight up mercs a guy when you yeah, first meet right. him and it it's is, like whoa. It is definitely like the sort of like gray area that I think we sort of yearn for with Star Wars because it is always like the scary looking guy is the bad guy and he wants evil. And the yeah. good guy in the white shirt is good and he wants good. It he is sort of nice good. to see like um, political muddiness in an otherwise like kind of black and white universe. Yeah, although I, I will say that, that something you said in the commentary that I'm remembering is like who <laughs> amongst the Empire, it's like why who th- thought that a planet destroyer is good? Like, yeah. like none of them are like, well, sh- maybe we shouldn't do an entire planet. Yeah, it like, is really weird that uh, it, it would have even been nice to see like someone other than, of course, the one guy who we know is the hero because we see him in the first scene or whatever. Uh, it would have been nice to see other people be like, this is not um, cool. Or, you know, even like, uh, when in, I want to say, Attack of the Clones, at the end of Attack of the Clones, the clones come in and save the day at Geonosis, and Obi-Wan says something like, I will admit, without the clones, it would not have been a victory. And Yoda was like, mm, victory, you say? 
Like, mm-hmm. is is war a victory, especially if our entire team of soldiers came about under, like, mysterious circumstances? You know, like, is... Like, it would have been nice to see, say, Krennic in this movie when they, yeah. you know, he goes, wow, it's beautiful, when they, like, basically blow up a planet. It would have been nice to see him go, like, like even have a moment on his face of, like, ooh, boy, what have I done here? Yeah, or even <laughs> even if there was something like, this battle station has the power to blow up entire planets, of course... We don't have to do that. We'll just use the laser to blow up cities and send right. a message. Like, you know, we're not going to blow... Or, like, so, some kind of thing. Or do the, the like, the, golden eye thing. You know? Like, yeah. the, the golden eye satellites can just, like, snipe a guy from space. Like, a single yes. guy or, like, a, a, a house, say. Yeah, or you can have a hat that you can throw and it's really sharp. <laughs> yeah. Or you can do slappers only. Right. Um, Could you other- imagine, by the way, if, uh, you know, okay, so the Death Star starts firing, the guys are on the ledge and they, like, shield their eyes because the lasers yeah. are all coming to a point to, like, focus and shoot. What if all those lasers were just, like, the thinnest drop, like, when you leave your faucets running in the winter, just, like, drip, drip, drip. They're really mm-hmm. thin and they meet and they're still relatively thin when they combine into a single beam and it just, like, pops one guy. <laughs> just, like... <laughs> just- <laughs> and it's but it leaves it like does a shock wave and leaves the huge like um dust storm still because it hits so hard but it's just so small right. that it's just like right. luke skywalker just goes yeah and he just explodes. has like a hole through his middle like some kind of daffy duck cartoon <laughs> <laughs> just and his beak and is backwards <laughs> yeah 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 his tongue rolls out and uh-huh. breaks into a thousand pieces uh-huh. sorry that's plucky that's yeah plucky right that but same same idea same idea same kind of uh uh, oeuvre. Uh-huh. But are yeah, they related? So this are movie, Daffy and Plucky related? Um, I, I don't Let's think so up. because I think uh, Daffy and Bugs and all the other like mainstay Looney Tunes are the teachers at Acme University. Yeah. And they just all have an analog in kid form. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't say that they're related. Hmm. Well, the only thing I know for certain is that Babs and Buster are not related. Because right. Buster says it. It's a teacher-student relationship. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're right. They're not related. That's funny. That's not to say you can't have your own dad as a teacher. That's true. You can. And hey, and I be fun. pray that you do. <laughs> and I pray that you have your own dad as a teacher. <laughs> uh, yeah, Buster and Babs are not related. Um, and they're not related. Buster even says that I think in the How I Spent My Vacation. Yeah, no and relation. No relation. They're also you know not what's fun to do to when you introduce yourself to someone new. Uh, just say your full name and then say no relation. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> Josiah Robinson. No relation. And they would probably say to Mrs. Robinson. Is that who we're talking about? The grad. Anyone? Actually, honestly, unless you're talking about like my mommy. Yeah. Most people I'm not related. Hey, truly, I'm not related to most people. What is, there's a joke in something, and now I can't remember what it is. It's probably 30 Rock, but but it, uh, I can't remember who it is. But the joke is like, I'm such and such. No relation. Well, I guess he is my cousin. It's <laughs> <laughs> just, just like so perfect. That does sound like a 30 Rock joke. Yeah. Um, but we're talking uh, about Rogue One, though. Yeah, so there's, like, a cast of crazy, like, other... Kooky it's, characters. It's fine. You know, everybody kind of gets a bit of a caricature. You know, we only have... 
we only get to know each one of these like say five or six characters for like five minutes a piece maybe yeah well this is uh, this is a putting a team together movie it is yeah and i love to put the team together but sure. i also kind of man this movie won't stay in my head like i enjoyed it when we watched it and did the commentary on it yeah but like i'm trying to remember why i enjoyed it and what parts i liked and it's just, I'm just was it like, that sick Vader scene? That sick Vader scene at the end. So Listeners, cool. we we are anti-Darth Vader hallway scene. Yeah. I, <laughs> at I least am I not, am. I don't need I, to speak for you. I am not as anti. I think it's a cool scene uh, that doesn't sure. fit in the movie. That yeah, is my yeah, yeah. that is my take. It it's is, a cool, like, three-minute or two-minute long scene on its own as a bonus feature in some kind of, like, multi-disc yeah, 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 yeah. Saga, whatever. When you when you go to when you go to the games section, you know, on Michael DVDs. Delaney has pointed this out before. Uh, the the sort of Last Jedi discourse that like because people hated it so much, people who kind of liked it sort of had to really like it right. in a sort of public facing way. You know, like that. That's how I feel about that Darth Vader scene. I think it's. A little silly. I think it's fine, but because people love it so much, I feel like I have to like dig in my heels and be like, right. "No, fuck that scene. No, fuck it. It sucks. Shit." Yeah. Um, no, I understand what you mean. It just um, does really feel like in the middle of, or like toward the end of, I suppose, that movie. It takes a commercial break and shows like a '90s toy commercial where the kids are like banging toys around on like a set. You know how like yeah. action figure commercials back then, like. The toys were in like an environment. <laughs> yes, it'd be like, like the freaking uh, like like mossy, like foggy yes. canyons. <laughs> yes, I know exactly what you mean. Yeah, um, yeah, that is what it feels like. It is, it is at odds with the rest of the movie because it's yeah. a different genre. Like yeah. it's just like it's here's like this cool at thing. At the one hundred and ten or however many minute mark. You just get to play three minutes of The Force Unleashed, and yeah, then it yeah, goes yeah. back to the movie. <laughs> that is something that's interesting about the movies versus the video games, right? Is because we do know what The Force can do in other media, but we very rarely see The Force do that in movies. Right. <laughs> and so it does feel weird to see Darth Vader, like, chop people up like that. Because it's like, wait, we've never seen him do that. Yeah, it, it feels like when you're powered up in Battlefront 2 or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's like, I got I got the power up. I'm, <laughs> I'm invincible for, like, two seconds. And I'm going to really just, like, destroy the other team. I, so... Let's see if I can... This is the game that we have played the first time around for one. Can Josiah remember the names of all the characters? <laughs> That's right. That was literally the game. I am going to and try... And then I... After it was over, I told the, all of them to you, and then I said, okay, you get a bonus point if you can repeat any of those. Yeah, and I couldn't. I couldn't. I think I could maybe do one. So let's see. Here's the main team. I can do, I think, all of them. Okay, here's the main team. Uh, Jen Urso. Yeah. Ding! Cassian Andor. K2SO? Ding! That's the robot. Um, now this is where it gets tricky. You know that robot has two dicks? Oh, what? sorry. He's played by Alan Tudyk. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, that was good. I like that. <laughs> there was a rumor going around like... <laughs> no. <laughs> I don't know who told me this or if it was an actual rumor or if some, my friend just made this up, but whenever like X-Men 2 came out, 
Like, one of my friends told me, like, you know, Nightcrawler has two dicks. <laughs> like, the character? <laughs> yeah. Or Alan Cumming, the guy the, who played him? The character, they were like, he... That's they were like, the actor had an interview, and they said, like, that's that was something about him. And I was like, whoa, that's weird. That's and I such a stupid... Never, <laughs> never, ever confirmed it. And I'm sure <laughs> that my friend Riley was just making that up and being dumb. But anyway, <laughs> other <laughs> characters in the main, like, what is it, seven? Chirrut, Chirrut Imway. That's right. Ding! Um, and then his boyfriend, Maze. Close. What's his name? Baze. Baze. Baze Malbus. Baze Malbus. Oh, I just, I just mixed up, I did a little yeah, uh, spoonerism. Yeah. Um, and then there's the pilot, mm-hmm. the Imperial pilot whose name his is... His last name is a chess piece. Rook. Yes. And his Bodie. first name... Yes. <laughs> I was oh. going to say, his first name is the name of my sister's car. <laughs> oh, okay. I would have got that. My, <laughs> my mom's car, uh, when we were like teens, <clears throat> and I mean, in college and stuff, because my sister drives it now, uh, she got it like new or new-ish, and we were like, Allie was like, what's its name? And we decided it'd be Bodie, named after a the single skier? episode of Rugrats. Oh. <laughs> there's, this, there's this episode where Angelica goes to day camp, uh, and so does Susie. And, and Susie thrives, but Angelica has a really hard time like meeting people and like doing well at camp. Me. And uh, she discovers there's there's another kid who kind of is having the same thing, and he hides out in like a outhouse the whole time and he like somehow is eating a bunch of snacks that he like stole or whatever uh anyway his name is Bodie, and i was always fascinated by that my sister and i both were uh there's a (laughs) the the like camp counselor is the sort of like the cool hand luke guy Mm, the mm -hmm. like drill sergeant i I don't know that movie the the guy in charge of the chain gang or whatever and uh Angelica's hiding in the outhouse and Bodhi is walking up to it and the counselor like catches him because he knows something's up and he goes now who do you suppose was in there and Bodhi goes poop <laughs> anyway that's a good my joke. sister's car's name is Bodhi not named after Bodhi Rook but uh after Bodhi from Rugrats yes <laughs> I was gonna guess Bodhi Miller who I think was a skier in oh yeah, an American Spelled skier for though, the Olympics. B-O-D-E. Yeah, this Bode. Bode is B O D H I. Right, right, right. Um, and who else is that? It. That's, that's the all whole of them. team, right? That's yeah, the that's whole the team. main guys. That's the main team. They've got a they've got a, a cool martial arts guy. They've got a big artillery guy. They've got like mm-hmm. a, a pilot who d- doesn't do pilot stuff, but he's like the man on the inside. Yeah, right. They've got a handsome man. <clears throat> they've got a pretty woman. They've got a robot. And that's all you need. Yeah, you know what I I think I'm realizing now as we sort of identify all these characters, other than like Jin and to a extent Cassian, because we do get a bit of development for him. He's the one who kind of betrays a friend because it's for the greater good or whatever. The other guys are just sort of like their uh their job like this movie is sure like people say it's a war movie it's like an operations movie like we see people like operating their job (laughs) like doing business yeah it's we have artillerist who's bays we have monk we have robot right and we have 
uh, defector, Imperial defector, who that's sort of his main role is just to be like knowing some stuff on the inside. Right. And also getting his head like squished by (laughs) that thing was so nasty. Uh-huh. Guys, there's a whole part of this movie that's some some sick tentacle porn in the middle of it, and it really yeah, is that weird. Forrest Whitaker is just like so into. <laughs> yeah, he's like, that's my boar gullet, which <laughs> is a bad name too, because gullet is like your mouth, stomach. It's like your eating system or whatever. Like right, so and it, it is boring. And it's a boar gullet. <laughs> a bored like, gullet. <laughs> it's a bad. What is what is the actual definition of gullet? Yeah, I think of it as like a throat, like. Yeah, the passage by Slurp which it down food your passes from mouth to the stomach. So it's your yeah. esophagus down your gullet. There <laughs> Charlie says gullet all the time. And, she's, <laughs> and so it's just a funny word to me because she's always like, I just had to cram some food down my gullet. <laughs> and it's a very funny word to me. Oh, gullet. Oh, gullet. Anyway, there's a guy who's made out of CGI. <laughs> there's a guy who's made out of CGI and it looks weird. You've all seen the movie. It's, it is good. It's got some like cool 70s original trilogy vibes yeah. because it does take place like the day before Star Wars. <laughs> okay. This is something that I think we talked about in the commentary, maybe, or maybe it was in a different review or uh, episode, Mm -hmm. but there is like, I think it was in the commentary. There is like a level of cool and good that anything Star Wars will be because the world is cool and and like there is cool like the aesthetic is cool and good yeah because that was what you were saying about like because even solo has its moments because it's like well it's cool it's star wars like there's cool star wars stuff in it and i feel like this is similar where it's like yeah it's pretty cool it's got cool star wars stuff in it like Mm -hmm. whether or not the movie itself is good is up for debate like I think it's a fine movie. It's not like my favorite or anything. Yeah, I think it's fine. And it's well, it's well, it's like well executed. But like, right. the, there's cool stuff because it's Star Wars. It's yeah. got like X wings. It's got a Death Star. It's got a bad guy in white with a cape. Yeah, it's like it's 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 got a good aesthetic. Like it looks pretty cool. Yeah, it's um, got a beach scarf. It's got a beach. Yeah, scarf. It's got the planet, <laughs> the Jedi planet. Uh huh. Um. Yeah, we, I love. Yeah, the, it's got it's got like cool business going on, and uh, I think seeing so, Jetta, the Jedi planet, like in the past, would be really cool. Like if yeah. we were to see that in like that new Eclipse game. <laughs> yes, which uh, I maintain is a weird name for a, a space game because eclipses of, are planet specific. Uh, the, uh, yeah right (laughs) yeah eclipse is very like relevant to the planet you're standing on yeah um like if someone in star wars was like go ahead i am like maybe halfway through the second book and i have been for probably six months yeah and i think i'm just gonna cut bait (laughs) yeah i don't care anymore maybe that uh, that happens to me sometimes with books and or video games where i get to a certain point and i'm like am i having fun and then if the answer is no it's like oh okay well i can just stop doing it i don't actually have to finish like i don't love reading anyway but when i have a book i like i end up reading it like it's the only thing I think about all day. Right. And this has not been that. I think the first one was like nice and it had cool ideas. And this one has had some cool ideas too, but I'm just like, uh, so here's what, here's what we need to do. This is what we need to do. This is, this is what we have to do on these episodes is we got to figure out where it fits in adjacent to the rest of the movies. Okay. Yes. Yeah. So that's what, so that's what we got to figure out. And let's, let's talk about it a little bit before we have to go to the break. Yeah. That's a good idea. So, <laughs> The Last Jedi is the lowest rated right now with an eight. 
Um, Rise of Skywalker is right above it with an eight. <laughs> <What is laughs> yeah, like eight and one thirty second or some yeah, bullshit like that. Eight point zero six two five. Yeah, a sixteenth. A sixteenth. Yeah. Solo, we gave just a solid eight point one. <laughs> That's right. We moved to tenths because there is an eight and an eighth coming up, right? <laughs> yeah, and then the Force Awakens is an eight and an eighth. Attack of the Clones is eight and a quarter. Empire is eight and a half. Revenge of the Sith is eight and three quarters. New Hope is nine. Phantom Menace is nine and a, and a quarter. Return of the Jedi is a solid ten. So, does this feel more or less Star Wars basically than Last Jedi? So here's my case for this being low, not as low as we initially gave it. But, sure, of course. Um, the only pieces in this movie from a sort of superficial standpoint that are in other Star Wars things are like the Death Star and like C-3PO makes an appearance. But otherwise, it's like fully new shit. Yeah. Kind of. And like Star Wars rarely introduces like a full new cast yeah, and you can are... tell in this movie that they were almost like scared to which is why there's an entire character that they raised an actor from the dead and yeah. they put darth vader in it and you know <laughs> and they have like carrie fisher at the end yeah there it is it is like the only star wars movie that is not directly at, in some way related to the main characters in the original trilogy. Yeah. Um, but then, of course, it is, like, the day before A New Hope. It's true. And so, like, we do see... We don't see any... Um, we see the Rebel Alliance as we know them through the main trilogy. I think a really cool movie, or perhaps this Andor series, will explore the sort of founding and, like, inner infighting politicking of the Rebel Alliance, because I think that's a cool idea, you know? Mm -hmm. Going from like the day Palpatine says it's an empire to now to to a new hope, like seeing all that business play out would be really cool. But this movie is like, remember the beginning of Star Wars? This is like the day before. <laughs> right. It is the literal day before whenever like we see the action leading up to the the very beginning of episode four, whenever it's like. Here, there, we see the flash drive get handed off between right. doors. You know, I think that's the other reason why I don't really like that scene is they do the same thing the next day. <laughs> yeah, like it would have been cool to see Darth Vader. Like, I mean, I, I get why they did it. They people want to see Darth Vader like kicking ass or whatever. But like, I would have almost rather seen just that shot of him like in the loading bay of his ship, like watching the Tantive for like escape. You yeah, know? so that we like, know we know that like, in a little okay, bit. Okay, well, let's go get that motherfucker. <laughs> right, they are going to board that, and it's going to be not good for yeah. the Tantive Four crew. Right. Um, I think I think that it feels yes. It's because it is sort of. It's not that it's divorced from. Well, it does feel divorced from the Skywalker story. You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, a little bit. Like it is still part of the main story because it's like literally the day before, but it feels divorced from the Skywalker story because there aren't like any. Well, you know, Leia's in it for two seconds, but it, and of she's, course Vader and Vader, of course, for I guess maybe five seconds is how long he's in the movie. Right. Um, his little scene in the middle, but yeah, he did that thing of like 
okay, we have to at least make an appearance at the party. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was like, how late should we be? Can we get there halfway right. between halfway through the movie? Yeah. And yeah. then I'll show up for like, I don't know, a second. I'll say hi to Krennic and then I'll leave. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then show up again at the very end because the other party he went to sucked and he was like, I guess I'm back at this party. Right. Man, you remember going to parties? No. <laughs> I forgot. Uh, man. But yeah, uh, but then, of course, the argument we've made a lot with, like, the Disney era of Star Wars is it's full of, like, fan service bullshit. Like, when we see yeah. Ponda Baba and when we, like, you know, there's all sorts of, like, holding up the remote lightsaber target droid to the screen and going, remember? Like, there's a lot yeah, of that in this. There like, is. it might not be as offensive as The Force Awakens is, but I It mean, feels less okay here's what i will say it feels less star wars than rise of skywalker to me yeah yeah i think the fact that like the the sort of uh trilogy characters like the luke skywalkers of it all being absent from this like do make it feel less star wars than than a lot of things yeah i feel like that might that that's such a big part of the chili that it brings it down you know what i mean yeah right i have the rubric up as a matter of fact maybe we maybe we view it after the break but um sure you know looking through it stealth sneaking around that's a big one but then black and white good and evil i mean it's still pretty clear but we are playing for maybe the first time with like mucky gray yeah our good guys Uh, are a little bit gray so, yeah, I mean, I think this might be worth looking at. I like it. Um, but let's go to the break first, then we can come back and play a yeah, game and then look woo-hoo! at the rubric. And we're back. Yeah, I was we're... trying to think if any of the characters sound like back. And we're Chirrut, no. And we're Cassian, no. And we're... Rebellions are built on hope. <laughs> and we're Borgullet. And we're Borgullet. God. <laughs> if I was Borgullet, I'd kill myself. <laughs> uh, okay, what we're a back. terrible existence. And uh, I mean, I suppose we can continue using this game in the future, but it feels like maybe it's the last time in a while that we're going to be doing a Star Wars thing. Yeah. Uh, although, I don't know, the Book of Boba Fett comes out like tomorrow or whatever. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> um, but we are going to return once again to the Star Wars Minute game. Yay, let's see if Which, I'm of good course, at it I today. made to reflect the nine uh, Skywalker saga movies, which is funny because that's not the movie we're doing. Or, like, the movie we're doing will not be included in this week's game. Correct. But I wrote all these down, like, months ago, and I still haven't used all of them. So, um, for new listeners, or if you're not familiar with the game, uh, I am going to name a uh, Star Wars movie and tell Josiah how many minutes that movie has in its runtime, and then name something that happens in the movie, and he is going to have to try to guess what minute that happens at. And uh, let's see. And sometimes I'm really good at this game. Yeah, he's gotten it right on the money a number of times. So we're doing the, the solo play rules, which is you guess once. If you get it right on the money, it's five points. And then in increments of five away from the target, you, like, keep losing points. And this week, let's see. We did did the C-3PO one, but, okay, your choices are dismemberment, Mm. music, Mm. 
And that's actually all. <laughs> Let's do dismemberment. All right. We're doing the Star Wars Minute dismemberment moments. Uh, as Say that the, ten times fast. Ti- as the title maybe alludes to, these are all different dismemberments in Star Wars because Star Wars has dismemberment. <laughs> yes. So, let's see. First one is we're going in release order as we always do on this uh, game. The first one is A New Hope, the Disney Plus version of all of these, by the way. The Disney Plus A New Hope featuring McClunky has a 124-minute long runtime. And this is the moment when, I just mentioned him, Panda Baba gets his arm chopped off at the cantina. And real blood is on the ground. (laughs) Yeah, real. Because for some reason... It wasn't like a cauterized wound. <laughs> and it was real human blood that they used. Right, right. <laughs> um, this is pretty early, but I'm going to say it's later than I think it is because a lot of stuff has to happen. Luke's parents, no, his parents, Luke's uncle and aunt have to mm-hmm. die. There's the stuff with Leia. So I'm going to say, I'm going to go with 35. So that is 13 minutes away. Whoa, it's way earlier it's than I thought. 48. 40, oh, it's 48. Uh, I thought you said it was yeah, 13 so minutes. You I was like, geez. get three points for that. Okay, that's not bad. I've done better. Oh, no, you get two points. I'm sorry. Oh, man. <laughs> Within 15. Uh, okay, the next one is uh, Luke gets Luke. his hand chopped off. In Empire Strikes Back, which has a 127-minute runtime on Disney So this Plus. is close to the end. I'd say. He's got to hang from the thing. I'm going to say hmm, it's 127, you said? Mm-hmm. And these movies all have like four minutes of credits or something like that. That's true. I'm going to go 115. Very good. Very close. It's 111. So nice. you're within five. So you get four points for that one. Woo! I can never uh, tell if it's impressive when I get these right yeah, or not. Right. Like, is this hard? I don't know. Listeners, is this hard? Do you get a, Do you get them right? <laughs> uh, yeah, let us know, listeners, if you get them right or if tweet you're close. At tweet you at me tweet and at say, us. you're bad at this game. It's not, it's not hard. Or tweet yeah. at me and be like, you are good. It is hard. And then just tag Star Wars Minute, the podcast. <laughs> yeah, go ahead and tag them. <laughs> Uh, okay, the next movie is Return of the Jedi, 134 minutes long, and this is when Darth Vader gets his arm chopped off. Mm-hmm. Also, pretty close to the end. How, what was the runtime again? 134. I'm going to say 120. 114. Oh. So you were within 10 minutes on that, so you get three points. I was so close to getting four points again. Yeah. Damn. Uh, okay, Phantom Menace. Released the same year as The Matrix. <laughs> yes, indeed. Um, A Phantom Disney Menace. Plus Phantom Menace is 136 minutes long, and this is when, I suppose it's a dismemberment, Darth Maul is chopped in half. <laughs> Yeah, his bottom half is dismembered from his top half. Right, because he does, like, actually, like, eventually come back to life. So it is, like, his legs and penis get cut off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) And his little butt. And his little butt, yeah. Yeah. Um, Let's see. What was the runtime again? 136 minutes. I'm going to go one. I'm going to do it again. I'm going to say it again. 120. 
It's 125. Wow. So that's a four pointer because you're right there within five. Yes. Yes. I'll count it. Okay. Thank you. Thank you. Okay. Uh, Attack of the Clones, 142 minutes, the longest so far. Uh, this is when Anakin gets his arm chopped off by right. Count Dooku. Now, here's the question Do I remember this movie at all? <laughs> yes, sometimes. Does that happen in the first fight? No, it happens in the last fight, I believe. Wait, yes. I don't know what's going on. Um, <laughs> one thirty For the movie you were like the least confident in, you got the closest so <laughs> far. It's minute 128. Nice. Uh, yes. I was, I was confusing it with the beginning fight in uh, Revenge of the Sith for some oh, reason. Oh, uh-huh, when he's like, do it. I was like, is that when it happens? But I was like, wait, that's the wrong movie. Uh, the wrong Missy. The wrong Missy, starring. Which I didn't see. No, neither did I. It looked bad. I love Lord yeah, Mapkus, but you know uh, it looks bad. Okay, next is Revenge of the Sith episode three. Uh, it is 140 minutes, and this is when Mace Windu gets his arm chopped off. Give me that runtime one more time. 140. Okay, it's earlier than the previous ones, but still pretty late. I'm gonna go one. 15. 75. Wow, I was way <laughs> off. Yeah, you know, the the whole, like, they have to, like, kill all the Jedi. Then they have to, like, uh, like, like there's so many things this movie has to do as it ends, you yeah, know? Yeah, it's like, true. There's a lot. There's the, there's the, like, 55 minute long fucking jumping around in lava goo fight. Yes, that know? takes forever. Luke and Leia have to be born. Darth Vader has to get, get put together in the lab and go, no, no, I'm a Frankenstein. Uh, <laughs> uh, okay. Jumping now to the Disney era. Episode seven, the force awakens a 138 minute long movie. This is the closest I could get to a dismemberment. It's when Han gets stabbed in the belly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. His, his intestines got dismembered. <laughs> That's pretty close to the end. You said it was a hundred what 138 125 it is 109 okay okay everybody's got to get out of there they got to blow up the planet thing they got to uh ray and kylo fight in the snow i got one point from that i think uh 109 and what did you say 120 125 yeah so i think you do get one point you're right uh, okay, Last Jedi, 152 minutes, the longest of all. Okay. Uh, oh, okay, here's my here's my thing. We've already done the Snoke getting cut in half scene in a previous Star Wars Minute game. Great. <laughs> so this is when Snoke's ship gets cut in half by Vice Admiral Holdo going at it at light speed. Mm, mm. The good old ship dismemberment. Uh-huh. Um, it's pretty late. I'm going to say, but then no, because they still have to have that whole fight on yeah, the... Yeah, like an entire act of the movie. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I'm going to say earlier than I think, I'm going to go like 110. Uh, 112. Nice. Very good. A four-pointer there. Dang, I haven't gotten any fives. I've gotten a five every time before. This I, Really? I, yeah. Well, wow. at least all the ones I've kept track of. Well, the last one that you got a five on was the very last one. Like, yes. Like the Rise of Skywalker, which it we have brought ourselves to now. 
episode nine, The Rise of Skywalker. This is when <laughs> a dismemberment has happened, but we don't actually see it happen. This is when we see that dude's full ass head, <laughs> you know, in like the first order ship, that guy with like the horns who we oh, saw, yeah, 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 we yeah, see yeah. early on and he's like, here's the information I got from the spy. And then they're like plop. Uh, it's when we see his head. That's pretty early. I have to get this right exactly so I can keep my streak. It's also, it's right after um, the two stormtroopers in the hallway are like Knights of Ren, ghoul, ghouls. But I thought they said goals. Goals. Like yeah. Knights of Ren, goals. Goals. I wish I could be a Knight of Ren. But it was ghouls. Ghouls. Let's Which isn't see. good either, but no. like I did think it was like straight up like TikTok speak. Goals. Like baby. squad goals. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, Knights of Ren are totally squad <laughs> Um I'm going to say 18. Uh, very close. It's 21. Damn it. That's another four-pointer. I didn't get any fives this time. But I got a the lot of fours. Knights of Ren walk by, and then the stormtroopers are like filming them on their phone, and then they play it later, and it's like, oh, no. Oh, oh no. no. Oh, no, 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 no. Listeners, for, the, for those of you who don't know, Mike recently caved <laughs> and got tiktok yeah um which has also been nice because they've been doing a lot of people have been doing like repost your most viral video or whatever yeah right so there's been a lot of classic stuff from earlier in the year that's been coming up and mike has sent me i think only one really that that was a classic where i was like ah oh, it's great that he's getting to experience some of the classics from the summer and everything right. that he didn't get to experience yeah right um the, there was the, I'm not a vaccine hoochie, I'm not a vaccine slut. You're not going to put it in my butt. You're not going to put it in my arm. Yeah. She misses the rhyme. It's, yeah. it's very So good. frustrating. Yeah. It's truly next level. There, there, we were watching Shark Tank last weekend, and uh, there's this company called Banana Loca, which is like this weird gadget to core a banana and what? then f- fill it with like... Uh, Nutella or whatever, and you can use it another like no one shaped shit or whatever. Would, but uh, that is not uh, bananas. Don't have cores. Well, yeah, no, it, uh, like literally, like pull out a core, like like no. how you take a core sample of a uh, of the sucks. earth or whatever. I hope that the sharks were like, that's stupid. Well, crazy enough, two of them ended up. In fact, they did say it was kind of dumb. Anyway, it's called Banana Loca, and the jingle for it was. Open your boca, banana loca. Open your boca, <laughs> banana loca. So, okay, mouth in Spanish and yeah. crazy in Spanish, I suppose. But I was like, I don't like that meter. It doesn't work for no, me. No, <laughs> that was just about to, I was just about to say, like, one, some, one of them needs, like, one extra beat. Yeah. Open up your boca. God, what would it be? Open up your boca, banana loca. <laughs> like, or, like... Yeah, I mean, like, it, it needs open it needs a page one rewrite. <laughs> open up your is four syllables, and then banana's only three, so that's part of the issue. Open up your boca, banana loca. Because, yes, because the <laughs> boca, boca is landing on one, uh-huh. two, three, four, yeah, right. five, six. And then banana loca, it's like one, two, three, four. And yeah. so it's like, that doesn't feel good. No, it does not. That sucks. It's I like, hope. open up your boca. You need banana loca. Something yes, like that. Yes, yes, <laughs> thank you. Something like that. Yeah. Open up your boca. 
this product is useless. <laughs> I hope Noah, I hope it fails. <laughs> I know that there's probably like someone's dream is this product. Yeah, it was actually kind of a cute thing and it made me think maybe you could use it to core out a hot dog and fill it with like relish Nutella. or mustard. Or, or Nutella. <laughs> Nutella. A little chocolate dog. A little choco dog. Chocolatey hot dog. Nasty. We went out to Superdog this weekend. You ever been there? You no. a hot dog guy? Uh, I do. I like a dog. I yeah. like a, I like a dog. A like hot a dog. Chicago dog. Like a motherfucker. Yeah, I love a Chicago dog. Um. Anyway, Put, that, that, was that was the game. We're talking game. about Rouge One. Uh, <laughs> and and I've got the uh, the I almost called it the Matrix. The rubric pulled up. Uh, what if the Matrix was called the rubric? <laughs> no one can be shown what the rubric is you have to see it for yourself it's like oh well, it looks like this has this many points okay interesting <laughs> uh level of difficulty yeah um okay so the, i'm not gonna like actually insert values here but um and thanks again to our listener who sent this in andrew um we haven't we haven't visited it in a while, so I'm glad we're pulling it back up. Yeah, um, we here on the last episode of 2021. So just just going down the like categories in the rubric: character archetypes. Uh, you know, are they you know kind of commedia del arte level like yeah. stock characters? And we did say kind of you know like their whole thing is just like their job. Yeah, but they're not. Um, I don't know. They're they're not like in a in a sort of. Um, Ocean's Eleven or like Italian job type movie. Yes. It's like so much clearer that the person does like one specific thing. And right. in this, it's like they're all just kind of like running around. <laughs> yeah, yeah, totally. The, it's not like demolitions expert. Yeah, right. Like the guy at the computer with the headset on going like, okay, go to your left. No, yeah. your other left. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not the guy in the chair to um, right. quote Ned. The Napster. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> we got to do that movie at some point. Uh, the Italian Job from like 2002 or whenever uh, it came out. I need out. to watch that because I haven't seen it. I used to fucking love it. I bet if I watch it now, I would like roll my eyes at it. But like it, I it like really turned me on to the whole world of like heist movies. Mike loves the heist. He loved Cruella. I love a frigging heist, which is actually funny because I don't care about that set piece in this movie in Rogue One. Oh, the heist because part. This is something that I think we need a term for. Um, I'm going to call it Smurfy's Law because it's a little bit more than Murphy's Law, which, of course, is what can go wrong will go wrong. Yeah. Um, in this movie, throughout the last set piece of them trying to get the codes. Get the codes. <laughs> um Everything that could go wrong does. Yeah. And then yet the, the and, yes and to that is they pretty much get past whatever obstacle with like one second of like effort you know like with ease it is it is an annoying uh like peril fatigue where it's like yeah literally every step of the way it's like okay we got to pull the thing out with the claw machine okay, it's the like claw if you're running broken. like if you're running like uh, the length of a football field or something and then at like 
the receiving team's 30-yard line, someone throws, like, one chair at you. Yeah. And it's like, okay, well, I'll go around this. I'll go around this chair. <laughs> like, at the 50, they throw, like, 50 marbles, and it's like, okay, well, I'll just slow down for a second so I don't slip on these. Yeah. <laughs> you know? And then like, one person... Like, weird, not even hurdles. <laughs> no, not hurdles, and because there's not... They are. They are, like, scary things. Like, the claw machine's not but working, so not... now we have to free climb, but they just succeed. <laughs> yeah, there, it's not like... An, there's never, like... It's not an interesting to watch yeah. them problem solve because it right. is like, oh well, I have to manually do this thing. Okay, oh well, I did it. Okay, yeah. well, I have to. Ma- the way I described it in the commentary is, it's like if it's not ex- like when I'm playing Dungeons and Dragons as like a DM, if I present them a problem that is boring to solve, that's like right. my that's my fault. That's like not a fun story. Yeah, yeah. It's right. like give them problems that are fun to solve, where it's like right. you have to actually put some critical thinking into it. It's like we of, need we need this act to be. 20 or this set piece or whatever to be like 15 20 minutes long and we got to show people flying around up in space and that's basically the same every time we see it so like uh we need to cut in and out of like other things going on on the ground and it's like well then do other things (laughs) yeah we have to it's so much of it feels like padding where it's like yeah, uh, yeah, and um, and they're almost like too adept at yeah. <laughs> saving the day every time. <laughs> Never do you actually feel like they're not going to make it. Right? Yeah. You're right. like we've seen them be very good at this. Like in in Back to the Future, for example, or in Star Wars and the Trench Run. Like they have a single goal, and then like stuff keeps like. You know, like a single, like actual little operation they're doing. Like yeah. I'm driving straight ahead, and I need to have the wire touch the thing. But like, I don't know. I don't know why this feels different than that. Because now that I'm saying it out loud, it's like, okay, well, yeah. But like, Doc didn't need to pull on the cable so much that it came out of you know, yeah. Like, I yeah. don't know. Just something about this version of it is like they need to be like circus performers to keep like solving the hiccups you know i think it's because there's too many of them it's the same reason why like it's the same reason why rise of skywalker doesn't feel as um impactful because there's too many like goobers like along the way yes it's like then too many people to come save the day yes and so whenever it's whenever there's too many like because doc brown it's like okay well we know it has the thing has to hit the wire Uh oh the wire's messed up and so the the whole problem is just okay the wire's messed up how's he going to fix it it's not like right well he had a problem setting up the wire and then he had a problem getting up to the clock tower and then he had right. a problem on the and clock then the tower. whole clock tower exploded and he had to figure out a different way to right <laughs> exactly it's like when there's too many of them in a row it feels it feels like boring it's like okay right. well we know they're going to do it because they can't not do it. Yeah. Cause that's, the yeah. Movie and they also all like almost all of them seem like truly unwinnable. Like when, when uh, the like long platform she has to go out onto to like yeah. adjust the fucking satellite dish or whatever. It's like, why does the satellite dish move as quickly as it does? Like yeah. you have to realign the dish and it's like, okay, well that's going to take exactly as long as it takes for the next bad thing. to happen. Yes. Yes. <laughs> it it's, should probably take a lot longer or be an immediate thing. <laughs> right. Or it's just already done. <laughs> and we didn't have to worry about yeah. it. Right. If I was script doctoring that I'd be like, we can keep two of these. Yeah. All right, everyone. Yeah. You can have two. That's a, that's all though. Only yeah. two things get to not work. Maybe yeah. three if it feels good. 
Yeah, right. But these feel bad because there's too many of them in a row. And and it it also feels weird that like they don't just get shot. <laughs> no. Like there's so many times that the obstacle is I'm going to shoot you and then they manage to not get shot. <laughs> yeah. It's too anyway, many. that was um, an exploration into the first category on the rubric. Yes, it's true. <laughs> anyway, character archetypes, stealth, sneaking around. There's lots of that. Lots of it. Lots of um, it. But it's not in that sort of Scooby-Doo way where they like put on another costume or whatever. It's like actual well, real like military do, stealth. They do put on a costume. Wait, yeah, you're right. That's true. Never mind. Uh, black and white, good and bad, clearly defined. We did say that it's like a little murkier than most. Yeah, the good guys are murkier in this one. Hero's Journey. Uh, no, nah, I don't really think so. It's more of like yeah, a... not really. It's exploration of like what, I don't know, why people fight or what yeah. people fight for as, as opposed to one person. It's done through the lens of like a single hero, but like it's not nearly the traditional like Harry Potter, no. Luke Skywalker thing. Uh, composite, is it a like, does it have its inspirations and influences on its sleeves? In the uh, sense that Star Wars is the thing it's ripping off. <laughs> yeah, and also like I think you could make the argument that it's like it's pulling from war movies. So like I could, mm-hmm. I could see that. It's a little bit of there. Uh, a movie slash narrative. So is this like a movie, and does it have a story? It is a movie. It does have a story. Um, the the thing that gets it a ten on this rubric is this material is a movie, like a feature film. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, and then culture. It's cultural impact. Big fat fucking opinion. I feel like uh. Hmm. There aren't a ton of big opinions on this other than that, like, Darth Vader scene and that people are, like, I have recently seen people, a lot of people say, like, this is my favorite Star Wars movie, which is, like, yeah. pretty dumbfounding to me because it's, it needs Star Wars in order to exist. Yeah, it, it it's, is. It's, like, not a movie on its own. <laughs> I think that this is, I, I don't know if it's big, fat fucking opinions about this, but it, but I do think that most people either immediately forgot about it after they saw it yeah or they loved it or like weirdly will like be buried with it because it's their favorite movie yeah and (laughs) and i and i i I fall very much in the previous camp where i was like yeah "Yeah, it was was good and then i was done with it so i don't know it's not big fat fucking opinions maybe some weird opinions (laughs) yeah definitely some weird ones uh universal awareness uh is it something that like everyone knows what it is honestly i mean it's star wars but people this this would be one that i think people would forget about if they were watching star yeah, wars movies. right like i i could see having a conversation with someone and mentioning oh yeah i do a podcast we just talked about rogue one and them going oh did i see that yeah and they did, but they just don't remember. <laughs> right. It's definitely one of those. And then bangers, music. It it uh, mm. it does have like its own like Star Warsy couple of songs, but it's not like uh freaking like a greatest hits album. No, no skips. <laughs> no, definitely not. I mean, I feel like there enough things on that rubric were kind of like eh. I know. It it sort of justifies the lower rating for me. Now, a five or a six, though, does not work for me. No, 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 no. Because R2-D2 is in it. So is the Death Star. It's about the Death Star, in fact. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's way Uh, too low. We were insane. But as far as... It has something from the original trilogy and the prequels in that it's a full CGI character of a guy from the original trilogy. That's true. That's true. Now, the question is... 
Apocalypse. Do we want to move? Because I, I, I do think it's going to fall under Last Jedi. It does I feel... I think so, too. But, so now the question is, do we want to have this take the place of Last Jedi as an 8? Or do we want to put it, like, right under as, like, a 7.9 or something like that? Mm. Right, because having it be an 8 would make everything kind of clean. But I think we've we've given Last Jedi an 8 on both of the episodes that we reviewed it. I feel like it's, like, fairly well cemented as an 8. Well, let's do, like, episode a... Eight. Let's eight's do like my a favorite s- number. <laughs> eight's a magic number. Should seven, t- eight, nine. Seven, eight, nine. That's how I remember. Well, I'm not going to dox her, I guess. But too late. I, I'm telling the story already. That's how I remember Charlie's birthday. Is um, It's like why I was six afraid of seven. Because, But her birthday's not... It's, it's, this is stupid. It's not <laughs> seven, eight, nine. It's seven, six, eight, nine. And so... Uh-huh. For like the year and everything, so I'm always like, "Why was six for seven? Seven, six, eight, nine, which is stupid because <laughs> it's not the joke. But that's Charlie's birthday, everyone. So now you can all remember it, I guess. <laughs> and I and dox her, I guess. Yeah. Right. Um. Don't dox her, please. Uh, dox me <laughs> if you're gonna <laughs> dox anybody. Take me instead. Yeah. Pay attention Sh- to me. <laughs> should we should we give it a seven point nine then? Maybe? I like that. Yeah, that's kind of fun. Yeah. 7.9. Rogue One. Okay, and then what's our... Oh, and the unit of measure? Yeah, unit of measures. Mine's got to be Boar Gullets. Yeah, that's a good one. Mine's that guy who's like... (laughs) Actually, I think that's what I did the last time we did Rogue One. Maybe I'll pick a different one. Mine's going to be... Oh, wait. Different clips of reused footage from A New Hope of like, gold later. (laughs) Gold later. Actually, mine's going to be the... the, the, Mon Calamari general who's oh, like yeah. I'm a fish I'm because a fish <laughs> that was a joke we made in the commentary everyone should go listen to it it's a pretty good right. commentary um, it's gonna be uh, uh, I keep forgetting the name of the race Mon Calamarians yeah yeah uh, which is so funny that he named a race of fish people that what a <laughs> what a real jokester yeah um, yeah so 7.9 there it is love it so this everybody this is our last We've this officially is the last one. calibrated. <laughs> We've recalibrated. They're all in their own little area. But Rogue One is 7.9. Last Jedi is an 8. Rise of Skywalker is 8 and 16th. Solo is 8.1. Force Awakens is 8 and an 8th. Attack of the Clones is 8 and a quarter. Empire is 8 and a half. Revenge of Synth is 8 and 3 quarters. New Hope is 9. Phantom Menace is 9 and a quarter. And Return of the Jedi is a 10. This is the stupidest podcast <laughs> of all the podcasts. And that's really saying something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a dumb show. Um, <laughs> so if you're here listening because you saw my name in a program and I shouted out this <laughs> podcast, then welcome. Uh-huh. And if that's not how you found it, but it's because you saw one of like 20 postcards at the Second City Training Center. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> and yeah. welcome to you as well. Welcome, welcome. This is what this is the show. But uh, let's see. Let's. And if it's neither of those two ways, you should let us know how you found the show by tweeting yeah. at us or emailing us. You can find us on Twitter and Instagram at, uh, at How Star Wars Is It or email us at a good podcast at gmail.com because, of nice. course, this is a good podcast. That was a good segue into the wrap-up. You can also (laughs) join us over on Patreon. Um, I believe it's patreon.com slash HowStarWarsIsIt. Yeah. And 
for the low, low cost of five dollars mm-hmm. a month or ten, if you want to give us ten, mm-hmm. you can get a weekly bonus episode and also a monthly commentary track. Which this month is Rogue One. Mm-hmm. Um, so, oh well, this month I guess finishing off December is Solo. Yeah. Next month is Rogue One. So, yeah. and it's a good commentary. You should check it out. Um, no, this is funny because normally I say the thing that Mike said and Mike yeah, says I know. the Patreon <laughs> thing. So it feels very foreign coming out of my mouth right now. But uh, it's only $5 and it's just the price of a, like a coffee, like an expensive cup of coffee. So go yeah. buy yourself a cup of coffee and listen to us talk about stuff. We also have a really good episode of the Patreon coming out. Um, let's see. When is it coming out? Oh, right. This like week. In a week. In like maybe? a week and a ha- half. Um, and, and it, me and Mike make a lot of jokes about schrodinger's cat and it's really good (laughs) it's my new favorite episode of the patreon that we've done so please check it out um otherwise i'm pretty sure it's time for tubby bye-bye yeah mike's taking all the things that i normally say (laughs) i was gonna pull up an email see if you had any good spam lately but they're all just the same sandra Sandra telling sandra she has some missed messages yeah so um like we always say we love love you. you And may the fourth be with you. Be with you. Bye bye. Bye. Sandra, you've still got eleven unread messages. See what they said.